Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and today we have a really awesome interview with Kim. Kim is one of my friends from Miami, so we recorded this episode about a month ago um, when I was in Miami, so if we talk about certain month or the full moon, that was the last full moon that we were in. Um, Kim is someone I've known for quite a few years now um, and she's been doing acupuncture for a very long time and she's worked on my body and has done acupuncture and emotion code and if you're not familiar with what emotion code is it's a whole different way of looking at our emotions that manifest themselves in our bodies as you know as feelings as emotions as trauma it's all intertwined and she has a really awesome way of explaining what emotion code is and whenever I have a conversation with with Kim it really just makes me feel safe in whatever I'm feeling and whatever is coming up for me is is usually just like dissolved in some way when I have Kim work on me especially with her acupuncture so um, if you are in the in the Miami area or the South Florida area, um, you can contact her. I will put her Instagram in the show notes as, lo- as well as her website. And um, it's an experience. Whenever I would go to get acupuncture from her, I would enter this like just portal of, of healing. And nothing really gets me there other than acupuncture. Um, it's really interesting what what happens in the body, what happens in these energy channels, you know, in the body when we put these little needles in there. Um, and she has a really awesome way of explaining what that's doing as well. And she just has a really fresh perspective on what it means to work with these emotions and heal and move forward and be with them and you know, find sovereignty and find safety in our bodies, even if we're, you know, in this state of, of fight or flight or chaos or emotional, you know, dis- disturbance. Um, so I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation with Kim. And it was a very healing conversation. Like I said, whenever I have a conversation with her, I just feel good and accepted. And it really, it, when when we're dealing with these heavy emotions or trauma or healing of any kind, human connection is what's going to get us out of that hole of shame, of guilt, of despair, of hopelessness. And if we don't have a power 
circle or a power person that we can connect with, it makes it really hard to heal or to recover, especially when it comes to addiction. Somebody said um, on a recent podcast episode that I was um, listening to that the opposite of addiction is connection. And then I took a little bit further and I shared on Instagram that the opposite of, yes, addiction is connection, but when we don't have connection, we're also very disconnected from our purpose, from inspiration, from passion, and from what sparks us and brings us pleasure and joy. So when we don't have safe connections in our life, the farther we get from who we really are, who we want to be, um, who we, what we want to feel like, you know, what kind of energy are we really? When we, when we get away from the people who remind us who we really are and the goodness of who we really are, um, it makes it really challenging to heal. So whenever I'm around Kim, whenever I would go there, and have her work on me, I felt that connection and that healing and that, wow, I'm a a good person. Okay, Kim accepts me for who I am. So, you know, I can accept me for who I am. And I know that sounds really simple and like, well, yeah, I mean, you should accept yourself for who you are. Um, it's, It's easier said than done. So this is my invitation for you to um, listen to this conversation and then, you know, try to find those connections or even if it's just like going to a yoga class you know um, that's something that's been helping me a lot connect to community and human interactions even though I might not talk to people for an hour when I'm at a yoga class you're still around other people's energies and you remember oh I'm not alone I'm you know I'm not a bad person You know, everybody is going through something really hard. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Kim. Hit her up if you're in Miami or South Florida. She is a true healer, and we will connect soon. All right, so I'm here with Kim. Kim is basically like my personal healer. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm really happy that you're here on the podcast to share all of the all the wisdom and the emotion code stuff that I've been learning through you. So welcome to the podcast and tell the listeners a little bit about you. Uh, Well, thank you so much for having me, Gab. And thanks for saying that. Um, It's always an honor to to treat you and to treat anybody uh, that crosses my path. Uh, About me, I'm an acupuncturist. I've been practicing for about 10 years. And what I see so much in my patients is people with some kind of emotional struggle, okay? A lot of times it's relating to some kind of chronic pain, especially when we see pain that, um, let's say they have some low back pain, I treat it, it's getting better, better and better, and then suddenly their neck uh, cramps up. (laughs) And then, okay, now we got, you know, sometimes we're just like, we're just chasing something around the body. And I make it clear to my patients that, you know, the 99% of all issues that we have, the etiology is emotional. You know, it comes from some sort of emotional stressor. Um, And so 
when we're, we're chasing something around like that, it's really not going anywhere. They might feel some physical relief, but the emotion is still there. And, and people don't know how to deal with their emotions. And I think that's the biggest thing that I come across is just the word deal. Like, how do I deal with them? How do I process them? People don't know what it means. People don't know what loving yourself means. They don't know how to take those steps. And so that's where I started getting really into uh, looking at that as, as the, a major root cause of any issue that I see, whether it's infertility or chronic pain or rash or insomnia, we're always going to look at, uh, you know, some type of uh, history of past trauma or just a pervasive, uh, what, you know, what, where do you default to when you're stressed out? Do you get depressed? Do you get anxious? We, we always have to bring that into consideration. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where I'm at with most of my patients, square one. <laughs> and it's like, sorry, you're going to have to talk about your feelings today. <laughs> right. Cause I, I'm assuming like most of your patients are coming in for some kind of like physical pain. Like what, what are like the top three reasons somebody would go to acupuncture? Uh, what I see is people who have desk jobs or retail jobs uh, and it's uh, honestly because of the in the insurance that they carry will pay for them to come. So uh, people with uh, like I see a lot of bankers, uh, people that work for Apple specifically, and they come in with neck pain. So we have that. Uh, people who are willing to pay out of pocket is normally for infertility, women who are wanting to get pregnant, and. Quite a few people actually will come in for anxiety because they they hear that acupuncture works really well for that. So those are about the top three that I see. Okay. Um, I guess just to fill the listeners in a little bit of why I go to um, acupuncture, um, I go to Kim because, first of all, you've known my body for several years and I feel really comfortable with you and my issues are PCOS, the lack of cycle and more of the emotional and trauma stuff. So that's what me and Kim have been working a lot on recently. And that's what we want to kind of present to you guys is this emotional side of acupuncture and where it can take you and how it makes you feel and how to get deeper into those emotions and like release them. Yeah. So coupled with the emotion code, which is an energy healing therapy, it was developed by a chiropractor named Dr. Bradley Nelson. Some, some listeners may be familiar with him. If anyone has a a subscription to the Gaia channel, he's all over that. Um, So I, I was introduced to the emotion code from I, I was a, a client of a practitioner, and she she helped out my dog, my little Chihuahua, and this is where you know my testament to this comes from because he had an accident, and he was hit by a, a truck, but he wasn't severely injured. I think he uh, I don't know some sort of insane Chihuahua physics allowed him to not really be hurt from being hit by a Tacoma, but he was crying for days and days. And I'd never seen a dog sob. I didn't know what to do with him. I I felt terrible having to go to work and leaving him at home. And this woman I met uh, in El Paso, Texas, where I'm from, she 
said, okay, I'm going to do the emotion code on him. I said, well, he's at home. And she said, it's okay. It can be done distally. So she, she worked on him and she uncovered the terror that he had experienced in that accident. And she guaranteed me that when I got home, he would be back to normal. And sure enough, I drove home 20 minutes later, and he was. He was spinning in circles. He was 100% better, except for the little limp that he had from his, his shoulder. Uh, but, I, you know, I saw that, that, that this, this stuff really works. And I want to go into how it works mm-hmm. and how it's possible to release something that seems so intangible as an emotion from somebody's body from you know, uh, miles and miles away. So I, I just want to say that emotions there, they do have a more physical form than you would imagine. Uh, they, they're fist size. They, they, when you have an, an incident and you have an emotional response to it and you don't process it right away, because first of all, a, you can't, you have to you know, assess your situation, or you don't want to because it's unpleasant, which is a normal response, it will get lodged somewhere in your body. And we, we will go later into where it goes and why it goes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can, you can just move on with your life without fully processing this. And by processing it, I mean, acknowledging what that emotion is sitting in it like a like a hot sauna you know like sitting in that emotion it takes some time to do this and it's kind of unpleasant and a lot of times we just need to move on with our lives so uh some emotions can can come from a traumatic incident or an interaction some emotions can be inherited uh we just absorb them the second that we're conceived um, and some of the more empathic ones of us can obviously absorb them from other people and not even know it. So we're carrying around other people's baggage with us. Uh, there's yeah. another, oh, some, some, and, and this is where we get a little wider into spirituality, but when it, you know, some of our emotions come from past lives and we can determine all of this through the emotion code through muscle testing. So when it when it comes to where our emotions go in the body, so if you think of the electricity that runs through our organs, we have an electrocardiogram that that measures the electricity through the heart, our electroencephalogram, which measures it in the brain. But there are there's a current, a frequency that runs through all the organs. They may not make a lub dub sound, but uh, it's it's there. It's a it's a it's a little more steady, a little more minute, but they're there. And depending on the organ, that frequency matches a certain emotional frequency. So, for example, the lungs match the frequency of grief, more along the lines of sadness and sorrow. Uh, the liver is more related to the harsher emotions like rage that you see, or or bitterness or resentment and those are difficult to process because in order to act out on those emotions, you're going to look like a mess. <laughs> you know, you might break something or commit a crime. So it's logical if you're a decent person to not process that and act out on that because it's very unpleasant. So a lot of these emotions get trapped in the liver. Uh, it's going to feel really good to have a drink of alcohol. You know, the acrid nature of alcohol, it d- disperses that constraint 
inside the organ and it makes you feel really good. You know, you can cover up that grief by smoking a cigarette, you know, because it, it expands the lungs for you and it feels like uh, it's exercising the lungs when the lungs may feel too heavy to breathe deeply on your own. So they affect different organs in different ways. And the longer those trapped emotions stay there, whether you're abusing that organ or not, it puts a strain on the cell and, and it can cause a, a weakness. And then that's where the physical damage comes in. That's where, you know, you start to see referred pain. And, you know, I ask a lot of people that come in with lower back pain in Chinese medicine related to the kidneys, I say, this is fear-based. This is from some side of, sort of anxiety. They say, oh yeah, I have chronic anxiety. I worry all the time. So uh, we have to re-gear uh, not only how they, they operate on a daily basis as far as their mindset, but getting these trapped emotions out and, and taking the load off of those organs. Right. Okay. So someone comes in to your practice and let's work with the physical pain because I know a lot of the listeners probably have inflammation, pain, migraines, some kind of pain that's physically manifested. You do you obviously you do acupuncture, so you're, you know, sticking them with needles. For people who haven't gone to acupuncture before and they're like skeptical or they like think they want to do it, like walk us through what an acupuncture session looks like and then we'll walk them through what like the emotion code part of the the session looks like. As many of you guys know, I've been openly sharing my healing journey with PCOS and hypothalamic amenorrhea and hormonal imbalance. That's why I'm super excited to be partnering up with Ovacetol. Thousands of women swear by Ovacetol and it's for a good reason. Ovacetol is a highly researched blend of inositols and it's by Therologix. It's designed to promote healthy hormonal health and support regular menstrual cycles, ovarian health, and fertility. I have been using Ovacetol. It's a powder that you put in juice or water. It doesn't taste like anything, and you take it twice a day, and it is supposed to help regulate my cycles, hopefully bring back my menstrual cycle, and just help with hormonal imbalance in general, especially with folks who are struggling with PCOS. Your estrogen could be tanked, your testosterone could be skyrocketed, and it's really hard to get through day-to-day -day chores and just function with those hormonal levels being so crazy and out of whack. Ovacetol is gluten-free, vegan, and it's the only independently tested and certified inositol supplement available. Did you know that Therologix offers several other evidence-based, independently certified nutritional supplements for women's health? They have so many supplements on their website. It's really awesome. And this company is high-grade supplements. I made a choice last year that I'm only going to start taking really high-grade, potent, tested supplements instead of all the junk that I was buying from like Amazon and Walmart. So that is one of my goals this year is to really stay taking 
high quality vitamins and supplements. I am trying a few supplements from the Theralogic site. I'm doing an Omega, I have a CBD supplement, I'm doing a women's multivitamin that helps with menstrual cramps and PMS and it has iron in it. So there's supplements for literally everyone on this website, it's amazing. Um, so whether you are aiming for a healthier lifestyle or you're ready to start a family, Theralogics has a wide range of products for you. So go to Theralogics.com, that's T-H-E-R-A-L-O-G-I-X.com, and you can use the provider referral code 233136 at checkout, and that will save you up to 20% off of your purchase on Ovacetol or any other supplements on the website that support your overall health. So go ahead to Theralogics.com, and you, you can use the provider code 233136 at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Okay. So if 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 they're going to be done together, it would look like I I do a, a diagnosis through obviously to some sort of a root cause analysis by just asking a lot of questions that seem pretty unrelated to your complaint. And then we look at the tongue, we take the pulse because those diagnostic tools help us see what the imbalance is on the inside. So if there's a blood deficiency, um, if there is a, a di digestive dis deficiency or extra toxins, we see that on the tongue. We can feel it through the pulse. And when you lay down and you get acupuncture, most points you shouldn't feel. Some points you will feel a sensation, and I would really like to reiterate that sensation is okay. Some some people say, oh, I hear it's not supposed to hurt, and it, it's not necessarily true. If you put the, the needle in the wrong place, yeah, it's going to hurt, you know, and, and sometimes we don't really have too much control over that. Um, I'd say maybe one in 20 needles might actually feel unpleasant, and then, oh, I'm sorry, I fixed that. Uh, but sometimes you'll feel an ache in the point. Sometimes you'll feel a little cramp. It's a, like a little shock to the system because we are working on, on channels of bioelectricity in your body. And we have to unclog those areas through the, the points. The points give us access to those channels and the needles conduct that electricity. So you, you're, you'll feel what, what it feels like to me is just a, like a waterfall of of just glitter and peace coming over me when I really start to get into the session. You know, once the needles are put in, I encourage everyone, please stay off of your phone. Just take this time for yourself and breathe. If you don't know how to meditate, that's okay. Just focus on your breath and, and just go into that nice state because when you're able to go inwards, that's when the, the deeper healing happens. And when there is an emotional component, and there's always an emotion to be released. Whether it's related to the, their chief complaint or not, it's always important to, to zone in on like where, where is this person at emotionally and keep that in mind. So when we work on the emotion code, it's done through a chart. So the, the Dr. Nelson Doctor or Dr. Brad, if you want to be casual, he came up with a, a chart of 60 emotions that... And this, this does uh, inter, intertwine with the Chinese medicine theory because they are related to 
the organ systems uh, that are paired in Chinese medicine, such as the lung and the, the colon. In Western medicine, you may see no communication there, but in Chinese medicine, we do. So with this chart, we see that, you know, there, there's abandonment, betrayal, that's uh, those types of things uh, related to the heart, okay, and, and what have you. So we will basically either through muscle testing on the patient, muscle testing with ourselves. Uh, I do something a little bit different, which is kind of the same way I find acupuncture points on the body, which is running my finger over the area. I feel the chi. I feel the electricity. It lights up. It lights up in my finger. It lights up in my heart space or sometimes in my, my brow chakra. And that's how I find points. That's how I find the emotions. It's not um, how most of the practitioners for emotion code are trained, but I, I found my special acupuncture's way to do it. <laughs> so, so we, we go through and we just ask, is there a trapped emotion? I, we get the yes or no through the muscle testing. Uh, if anyone has questions about muscle testing, the way that it works is that your subconscious is communicating through your muscles to, to tell us what's good for it and what's not. So if you've ever gotten muscle tested for a supplement, if you went to a, a chiropractor or maybe a, a functional uh, medicine doctor, they can use muscle testing to see if this is something that's good for you. You hold the supplement, you hold your arm out straight. And if the supplement is good for you, you're going to hold strong. If the supplement is bad for you, your arm is going to weaken when it's being pushed on by the doctor. Wait, okay. So that's what muscle testing is? That's what muscle testing is. That's how it's, yeah. That, that's oh how, else would your, how else would your shoulder know? <laughs> what's, okay. What's We're tapping into the subconscious. We're tapping into your energy. So, because I was going to ask you that and then you kind of just like read my mind like, because I've heard all these things about muscle testing. And for some reason, I thought muscle testing had to do with like some sort of like crazy machine or like needles, like acupuncture. So you're saying that muscle testing is, can you explain that one more time? That the, the subconscious is communicating through your muscles what, what the, the answer you're asking, basically. So when, as a motion code practitioner, we ask, okay, we're looking at this chart. We need to know which column um, the emotion is and what row the emotion is in. So we have to narrow it down. So we say, is it in row three, muscle test, muscle test, muscle? Yes, it is. Is it in, in column A, muscle test? Yes. Okay. So it's row three, column A. That's how, that's how we're doing that. We can, we can muscle test on the client or we can muscle test on ourselves because as I said, this, this emotion code can be done distally. So energy, it's everywhere. It can be dialed in from any distance. So that's how we're able to perform this from, you know, our home or our office from someone who's across the country. And the, the muscle testing is done that way. Okay. And so, like, for someone who, because I'm still kind of a little bit confused, and, and you've done the emotion code work on me a couple times already, um, you said that it's, so, it's kind of similar to Reiki, but it's not Reiki. Can you explain, like, the difference between Reiki and the emotion code and how someone like you detects the emotion that needs to be released? Yes. So 
The difference is that with Reiki, we're working on the chakra system. Uh, it's, it's still through feeling the energy and determining which chakra needs uh, a little boost and which one needs a little taming and, and, and balancing those out from you know, the, the crown to the root chakra. With the emotion code, we're only working on a meridian that runs from basically the, the base of the spine all the way up uh, around the skull and ends on the philtrum right under your nose. So that, that meridian crosses with all the other meridians in the body at some point. It's called the governing vessel. And so that is what we use to extract the emotions. But the emotions are identified. I do it personally, as I said, kind of a, like a, a special way I do it as an acupuncturist by, by, it's like qigong. It's like feeling the energy on the chart itself. I just have a picture of the chart on my phone, and I literally run my finger. I say, okay, I'm working on gab. I say, what's the trapped emotion that's ready to be released from gab? And I'll run my finger down the line of which emotion, and the one that lights up is the one that I release. That's how it's done. I have a little, like a yes or no buttons too up top. Like if I need a, to ask a yes or no question, I run my finger over the yes, and it will light up um, if it's a yes. If it's a no, it lights up over the no side. And it's, it's hard to conceptualize if you're not used to feeling energy all day, but that's what I do all day as an acupuncturist. I'm literally finding tiny pockets of energy on people's bodies and putting needles in them. So it's, it's very, it's beyond fine motor. It's like, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's like I'm just working with energy on a very small scale. Um, when so you say, it, when you say it lights up, do you mean that it physically lights up on the thing, like on your phone or it lights up within you and you can, you can sense which answer it, it is? It lights up on my fingertip. I feel my fingertip glowing. Wow. It's like a, a shock. And then I can, I can feel it in my, in my heart space. I can feel it throughout my body. Sometimes I'll get a little jolt. Like if it's a big answer, like, yes, we really need that one out. I'll, my, my hand will like tremble a little bit. So it's, it's kind of like a, it's, it's a bit like channeling. Um, you know, for example, I, I read tarot cards. It's the same way I pull out the cards. I just say, okay, I need to know the answer. Give me, show me the card. And then I run through my deck and whichever card lights up, I pull it out. And 90% of the time, it's something I really need to see. So it's something I've been tuning myself to and, and any acupuncturist who practices acupuncture appropriately. It's not like we take out rulers and measure where, where the points are. We feel them out because we can feel the cheek. We're okay. just trained to do that. Okay. Um, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense because I've actually always wondered that. I'm like, you know, everybody's body is so different and you know people have got more muscle people are holding more fat in different areas it's like how the hell do you really know where those tiny little points are mm -hmm. so yeah it really does come down to energy yeah it it's absolutely is and it comes through the needle too so i i needle to the depth of where i feel the energy so i feel it on the surface surface when i put the needle in I, I'm being told like, okay, stop here. You know, it's like the needle's kind of an extension of me at that point. And your body's telling me when to stop, not, you know, it, 
yeah, we have certain depths like guidelines we should go by in certain areas of the body. But as I said, we're not taking out rulers. I just, it's all intuitive, you know, and sometimes I will, you have like these textbook prescription points to use on somebody when you go in, but you know, spirit talks through all of us in any way. And sometimes something just takes over me and I'm like, I have no idea why I did all those points, but it worked and it, 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 it was very functional for that person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we do, we can t- step into that space of flow where our intuition is just guiding us um, as yeah. to what to do with the patient. It's really beautiful. But going back to the emotion code, when we, when we're releasing through that, the governing channel, we use a magnet and with if this is all through intention, this is such a big part of it through intention, through gratitude, through love and connection, because we're connect, I'm connecting to my client. I'm also connected to, to all of our, the, the all higher selves involved. Uh, not, not just the higher self of the client, but you know, the people who your ancestors, who's passed down this trapped emotion to you that they had to deal with, you know, maybe someone else shares this emotion with you. Like several people could have had the same traumatic incident and all had the same experience and trapped the same emotion at the same time. So sometimes we're working with more than one subconscious and it's, it's, it's really is through that intention and that understanding that you're kind of stepping out of yourself and, and operating on a higher plane to make this work. And we, we use the magnet through intention. As I said, you know, I just say, okay, now we're releasing fill in the blank from, from gap, you know, or, or we're, we're releasing shock from this client or releasing depression from this client. And you run the, the magnet over. I do it until I feel the energy escape. Um, mm-hmm. some emotion code practitioners will, they, they count 10 times or three times, depending on the type of emotion that I, I make sure it's out. And because I, the energy is so tangible to me, it's very easy to just do it until I know it's gone. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I just, oh, I, I could just listen to you talk all day long, um, because I always learn so many things from you. Could you talk a little bit about um so you said a little bit earlier that moment you said something about glitter like you you put the needles in and Hmm. then you feel like glitter or something and like that that for people who you know haven't gotten acupuncture or maybe they've gotten acupuncture by somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing (laughs) um (laughs) so maybe they haven't really experienced that but every time I go to you I experience the the acupuncture portal it's like this it's just this blissful place that I I really can't access that place unless I have needles in me unless I'm in your in, in your practice it doesn't happen other than that um so just can you talk a little bit about that well, as I as I mentioned, intention is everything. You know, you can you cannot be that good of a cook and pour love into some food. <laughs> people will like it. <laughs> like maybe you didn't know what you were doing, but you're making people happy. And I've I've known people like that whose food was you know really basic, but but I knew they were very loving and they poured love into that. I couldn't get enough of their dishes. And it's it's kind of the same with any intention that you put towards someone who you care about and someone who you're trying to help. And it is my intention to help people get into that deep space because 
you know, that theta state is so powerful and, and the acupuncture is so relaxing, it can help get you there faster. When we talk about the, like the initial waterfall, that's actually, it's like an anti-inflammatory response because the needle going in is perceived by the body as a small injury. And so it, you know, it's, it sends out some detective work to see what's going on over there. And that's why a lot of times you can feel that it's like a movement in the area at the same time as we're mobilizing the chi, mobilizing stem cells to go repair the area. So there's a lot of, there's a lot going on, but as you, you know, use points to help people relax the points in the ears, a couple points in the head. And they, they relax more and more, you know, there, there's so much movement going on in the body and it is so relaxing. It's like this nice, like smooth current that's happening. If you don't fall asleep, you can step into, it's like the- Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then- Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know, but this big blanket finally comes over you and you're somewhat disassociated from your body and you're in an altered state of consciousness, that theta state that we really want to be in. And I always tell people, you know, if you can get there, if you can sustain it, please use that time to imagine your fantasy, everything, whatever it is that you want, like plug it in there in the most precise way. If, if you want to be on a yacht, uh, with champagne and lots of thongs and imagine that just plug it in because the, that's the grid that you're tapping into. That's it. That's, um, the, your subcon you're, you're tapped into the infinites of your subconscious and the universe will take that as your, your reality. So that I really like for people to practice magic when they're on my table too. And that's always the intention to get them into the deepest place. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling you can do from the privacy of your own home. And this sponsor is my favorite sponsor ever because I actually use BetterHelp every single week. I know I hear BetterHelp ads on like every podcast now, but I'm not really sure if everybody's actually using BetterHelp, but I do. I actually have been going to therapy once a week 
every week and it's consistent and it really has helped my healing journey and just given me the opportunity to connect with someone who can look at my life and my experiences that I'm going through with a different lens because we can get so caught up in the chaos and whatever's going on in our lives and we can really get wrapped up in these self-limiting beliefs and these toxic ways of viewing ourselves. So I've been loving BetterHelp. I have a therapist who is actually an EMDR therapist. So we've done some EMDR together. We've done some talk therapy. Uh, So you can really find the most perfect therapist for you depending on whatever it is you're going through, whether it's eating disorders, addiction, family issues, relationship issues, trauma, uh, whatever it is, you can literally find the perfect therapist for you and you can do it in the comfort of your home. And if you don't want to be on video, you don't have to be on video either. You can just do it as an audio call. So you can go to betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. And you can get a 10% discount off of your first month of online counseling. All you're going to do is just go to betterhelp.com slash vibe and you fill out a little questionnaire and then you will be matched with all these different therapists will come up and you have the option to click on each profile read what they're all about and you can send them some messages and if you ever want to change your therapist you can change your therapist as many times as you want no questions asked it's really easy the portal is so easy to navigate and it's been helping me so much through all of these life transitions and changes with what we're going through with you know not only the economy is messed up but family is going through a lot health issues so it's really important to have someone in your life that you can consistently connect with who can help you through these issues so go to betterhelp.com slash vibe that's betterhelp h-e-l-p dot com slash vibe and start online counseling today possible mm-hmm I definitely well, maybe feel that's that, that, that magic. That's <laughs> yeah, and it's, it, it, it is a beautiful thing, you know, to help people get into, uh, step into like their spirituality by default, you know? So, yeah, I, I like to kind of maybe shift a little bit into the, into a different, not different topic, but I'd love to know more about some of the things that you've been through in your life, because me and you have had so many deep conversations about um, toxic relationships, energy from other people who really throw us off in our life or confusion, or I'd love to hear how this emotion code work has helped you release some of the experiences that you've been through and you can share as little or as much as you're open to sharing. But I I would assume that some people come to you who are going through like a breakup or some kind of like shitty situation with somebody. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it is, it has turned things around for me in so many ways. Uh, as, as a woman who always wanted to embody that, uh, femininity, that feminine energy of wanting to attract and approve uh, men instead of 
feeling um, ignored and wanting to chase after men. I knew it never felt right to me, but I felt I needed to be proactive in order to, you know, try to stabilize a relationship. And the, uh, what it came down to was the underlying unworthiness that, that was ingrained in me somehow. And, you know, we all have experiences in life that make us feel that way. And unfortunately we, we kind of roll with that for, for years and years. And, you know, we were talking the other day about manifestation and, and how, how it really works and how much control you really have over that when you have trauma, when you have so much emotional baggage and uh, no amount of positive thinking, um, can make you feel like you're getting anywhere. And I went through that for years and years of, uh, you know, with these imaginal acts of having my dream family and dream home and dream husband and all of this. And years went by and, and nothing, nothing was occurring. Nothing was changing. I was like, yep, just still single working dog mom, right? Like, <laughs> like nothing really had changed and I was feeling so frustrated because when you you see your patterns and you're you're not you're aware but that your outside world is just kind of staying starkly the same that is cuckoo making right there you know that that's a really tough position to be in I kind of would rather be oblivious you know than to know and then still go through the same experiences over and over so with the emotion code un unpacking all of that unworthiness, unpacking heartache from the past, um, abandonment, uh, just just so much of, taken for granted, I remember being a really big one for me. Uh, getting all of that out of my system made it so that, let's say I went out on a date, something didn't work out with a guy, I didn't immediately default to rejection. You know, I would, I would ha have time to respond to this scenario instead of instead of react. And that's what's so great about this. It doesn't have to be with relationships. It can be in any area of your life. But you know, you can just say that's where that person is at. And this is where I'm at. And that's okay. And be grateful for anything that you got out of that interaction and and that have it be the end of it. So and that can really change your energy because you're not mirroring anymore those pockets of unworthiness and here comes someone that's going to to respond to the, that unworthiness and treat you that way because energy doesn't lie and and that's like such a big thing to remember you can act as confident as you want but people know subconsciously people know deep down what's really going on with you and can even on an unconscious level treat you that way treat you the way in which in which you feel deep down so that is what has made the biggest difference for me. And, and once I started getting all of that out of my system, like really, really going for it, like I'd, I'd say about one to two sessions on myself per week, probably about four, four to six weeks straight, I'd say complete, absolute turnaround and transformation in how I interact with people, how I feel about myself, how I feel about my love life. And it, it's just not at all where I was at, you know, I'd say maybe at the beginning of this year. Could we talk a little bit about the the core wound that you said you worked with was unworthiness? So like the worthiness wound, um, mm -hmm. 
I also relate to the whole seeking of validation and approval with men. And I think it all kind of intertwines because you said taken for granted. So for me, when I think of take it for granted in that sense with men, it's like my body was taken for granted, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes I think maybe I have all these hormonal and PCOS issues and no period or hypothalamic amenorrhea because my body doesn't feel safe enough to, to get a period. But that's a whole other side tangent, but I'd love to, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about like tactical ways to process and move through that unworthiness wound, that, that worthiness wound, because I think that's a huge thing for the collective in general. Like I'm too much. There's something wrong with me. Um, you know, all these relationships went sour. So what's, mm-hmm. what's, you know, what's the point? Because I'm just, uh, you know, too much. I'm, too, I'm a piece of shit. I'm bitter. I'm unpleasant to be around. And I, and I've told you all this, these yeah. are the things that I work on in therapy. So I'm just going to assume that a lot of more people are in the same boat. Um, some people just don't know how to articulate it. And I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts on that. Well, when it comes to, to loving ourselves, we can have what, what is a heart wall. And what a heart wall is, is when these trapped emotions, like, a, like an ancient city in China, you know, kind of create this protective wall around our heart space. And it's good for people who, let's say you're, you grew up in an abusive home and you can't get out of it till you're 18, like that's going to protect you from more abuse because of that tender space inside. Or if you're in a, an abusive relationship, you can't get out of it. That's a good thing to have there. But once you're out, once you find your freedom and autonomy, if that heart wall remains, nothing can get in or out and including your own self-love. And, and so that's why you, you sometimes can block your, your own affirmations of worthiness and seeking validation from others because you can't give it to yourself. And we all know how important that is. But think about how, you know, when you're first embarking on a self-love journey, how silly it feels to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. It feels really silly to do that. And I've done it before. And I was like, I, I just felt like such an idiot. <laughs> I hope no one's looking at me or spying on me through the window. Like, but I just really wanted to feel that. And it, it's, it was, it was like, it was bouncing right off. And once that heart wall is removed through the same means that we would release any trapped emotion, that's when your affirmations of love to yourself are really going to start to sink in. And that's when it's not going to matter what other, how other people have made you feel in the past because that, those emotions aren't weighing on you any longer. They're just simply not there. And, and when it comes to, when you say like working through them, the, the, what's so beautiful about the emotion code, especially when uh, uh, like coupled with acupuncture, is that working through them isn't really something you need to do. It, it just is gone. And when it's, you use the magnet, and you're using the acupuncture to, to stimulate more pleasant feelings in the body. When, it, when those emotions are gone, they're gone. But there is a percentage of them that you will reprocess. And there's a reason for that. Because your mental body and your emotional body 
they need to be caught up to date. Okay. We, your brain needs to know like, Hey, we're not going to, we're not going to go down that pathway anymore of, of that negative self-talk where that we're going to create new, new pathways now. And your, your emotional body, you know, the limbic system needs to know we're, we're nothing's going to default anymore to that feeling of what, it, whatever it is, isolation or unsupported, what have you. And this is how we really increase our emotional intelligence is because we will consciously with full awareness reprocess some of those emotions and it can happen maybe a couple at like half of the day you're discharging um some unpleasant emotion like a, these memories of abandonment you're really feeling it and it's it's pretty uh it's it's like a, a, a poignance to it it's like wow this is like really really major and kind of like taking over my whole self but when it's gone it's gone and you can it can feel a little wild because here you just went from feeling like so intense and then when it's out you're like oh i feel amazing you just woke up from a little mini nightmare you go about your day what's good about that is that you can label that emotion and say oh my god this is abandonment this is that feeling and then you know what that abandonment feels like you know what longing feels like when it's being released from your body and and so that's why you know we we it's not going to be so easy as to have have them all gone out of our system without without us flinching some of them will be seen and and we do have to honor them because they're a part of us they're they make up who we are or who we were and it's i think it's just very important to be able to label them and to experience it and and not get away scot-free but it's going to be quick it's going to be easy okay so I love what you just said about like, first of all, yeah, you, you can process your, your emotions, but you, you don't have to, like you, you can just let them go. Like, I forget how you kind of worded it, but it's like, you can just release them. And I think that's where people get so caught up because therapy is so popular right now. And as it should be, I think everybody should go to therapy, but I think there's only so much talking about the trauma and the emotions and sometimes you can just be running around in circles and that's why I've been doing EMDR with my therapist because it's more of like a physical thing that's moving the energy around. Um, I could sit all day long and talk to them blue in the face, but am I really connecting to my body? I think like people are so heady and like in their head and they can intellectually like what we were talking about the other day we can we can try to think our way out of things but if the physical energy is still there which is connected to the emotional energy then there's a disconnect and like i i'm just going to let the the listeners know because the day that you texted me and said okay i just did the emotion code um you, you listed all the, the, the emotions, um, the heart wall and, and everything. And I looked at the text and I was like, okay, well, I don't feel any different. And I, like, I didn't say that to you, but I was just kind of like <laughs> pessimistic, like in, uh-huh. in my head, you know? And I was like, okay, Kim, whatever. So, and then I had a therapy session like 30 minutes later. And in that therapy session, I cried the entire time. And it was one of the most 
eye-opening, intense, and deep therapy sessions that I've ever had with my therapist. And we went down. It was like almost like we were checking a list of like all my deepest fears, all my deepest traumas, all the heaviest emotions. And that wasn't our plan at all. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, so it's it just came up like it just purged itself out and I didn't have to really do anything. It all just kind of flowed together. And, and the whole session was just like this orchestra of everything coming out in, in perfect, you know, flow. And I texted you and I was like, wow, yeah, I just had like one of the most intense therapy sessions ever. I've never cried like that before in there and whatever. So I'm, and I'm a skeptical, pessimistic person. So if that's coming from me, um, like that's pretty cool. Let's get that out of your system. Uh, Yeah. Well, it is beautiful. It is beautiful how, how it works and how light you feel and, you know, how you can go from jaded into a crying puddle and then just stand up and just be ready to face the rest of your day like nothing happened. And that's, you know, that's what the emotion cook can do for you. And it's it's interesting. When I, when I first started doing it, I got frustrated. I actually stopped doing it for a while because I'd, I'd pay to get a session done and I'd, I'd work through some emotions and, you know, some of it was really intense and you know, I, I get through it. I feel really good for two or three days, maybe sometimes a week or, or two. And then another layer would come back, but I didn't, I didn't see it as that. I didn't see myself as, as this onion of these, these layers of baggage and energy that like we need to get off. You know, when you, when you peel an onion, it still looks like an onion. When you peel the top layer, you know, it's like, there's still more there. There's still a whole freaking onion there. So you have to go layer by layer and you have to keep doing it. And I think that's where people get stopped up because they they find that the surfacing of that next layer is a regression and they've wasted their money, that it's been a temporary fix. And that's that's not what's happening. It's just something new. And and you know, we can we can have so much that occurred in this lifetime, so much that has been inherited you know, the, the, this energy is passed down sometimes from generation to generation. And it's, it's our job as people who, who care about ourselves and and care about, you know, raising our, our consciousness and the collective consciousness to stop some of these, you know, these family patterns, um, to end it with us. And this is a really beautiful way to do that. And when it's released from us, it's released from our ancestors, because once we pass on, we're not perfect. We know we still have work to do, um, outside of our physical bodies. And so that can be released from, from souls who could still be suffering in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot where I was going with that. But I just well, like went on a tangent during, like, during the session, thinking. you yeah. said that I had, um, taken for granted that was from three generations back on my dad's side. Mm-hmm which mm-hmm. blew my mind because I'm really not that uh, well-versed in that side of my family. I'm more well-versed in my mom's side, which like we found like our, our Italian family who still lives in Italy and we're pretty like well-versed with like that side of the family as, as far as, you know, people can remember. Um, but it was just a shock to me because 
I really don't know anything about my my dad's side of the family. So well, and and now you have an idea, at least in this like tiny regard, of you know something that you came here with, and something that can be mirrored in your relationships. And you know you could have started off as just being taken for granted in your relationships, and like it's like you didn't have a chance really. In, in that regard. But when, as I said, when it's gone, it's gone. And you, you get to a fresh start after, you know, every time this, this baggage is lifted off of you. Mm-hmm. That's what's just so beautiful about it. I think a lot of people too, like with the taken for granted thing, they might think like, it's always like a physical thing. Like, oh, they took me for granted because they used me for my money or my body or my job or my contacts or something. But like, your energy can be yes. taken for granted. And exactly. that's like deep. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and some some people do want to sit in your energy and some people, um, you know, in that kind of vampiric way can can suck it out of you or just some some people want to bask in it and isn't that nice, you know, but mm-hmm. it, it, still, it still does, it still can deplete you. Uh, when you're not careful, when you when you haven't established the appropriate energetic boundaries, you know that that you know people in our line of work need to do. I mean, especially as a yoga teacher, thinking about mm-hmm. you know and uh, energy being discharged uh, while people are practicing, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I, I felt so intense and crazy after I would teach these big classes that I used to teach a lot of. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, lots of grounding and protecting practices on the daily. That that's, uh, keeps us safe. Um, so is there anything else that I, like I haven't asked you that you kind of wanted to go over as far as the emotion code or your work? Um, because I want to be respectful of your time. But if there's anything that like we really haven't gone over that I didn't ask, I'd love to dive into that. Uh, I think I rambled on as much as I could ramble. I know I had had a thought. I had an interesting thought earlier about um, trapped emotions taking a physical form and like in, in like like a toxic humor in the body. And something really interesting that happened some time ago, this is when I was still in acupuncture school and I had this incredible therapist. He was... Um, he was, he was a curandero of sorts and he was a former Marine and, uh, his name was, his name was, uh, Dr. Bob. And, uh, he was, a he, he taught a counseling class at my school and he, he was a, a, a psychiatrist, psychologist. And, you know, the, when I first met him, he said, yeah, there's just a little dark cloud over your head. Isn't there? I said, yeah, sure is. And he, he, <laughs> He taught me, he did something to me. He did some sort of energy work on me and, and said, I want you to write um, every day three things you're grateful for. That's it. That's simple. And I did. And and I noticed, and this, this is going to get graphic, but um, I, I did notice that I had suddenly began this severe case of, of gastroenteritis. Like mm-hmm. I was purging... Um, some pretty nasty liquid. If you've ever been to Bourbon Street in New Orleans and you see the gutter butter, that yellow toxic liquid that's like <laughs> beer, puke, piss, whatever's inside oh of it. You know, like that's what it looked like. It was horrible. And I it was for probably a good like 
10 days to 14 days maybe of just constantly purging that um, out of my system. And Dr. Bob had gone off to to Peru at the time. He was out of the country because he was off doing ayahuasca. And I couldn't tell him. I couldn't ask him, what is this about? And, you know, I, I realized that, you know, in Chinese medicine, there's an extra organ that is recognized that's not recognized in Western medicine. And it's called the, the triple burner. And in Chinese, it's the sanjiao, not pronouncing that appropriately. But um, it, what it is, it's like a waterway. Um, and it's like mesentery, the mesentery, which is a netting that holds your organs together. Okay, there's space in there. And I think that's where all of that toxic fluid had been building all that time and all my negative experiences and all the negative energy I had brought into my, my life through drug and alcohol uh, addiction. And because obviously all of that liquid that took two weeks to purge from my body, it wasn't sitting in my GI tract. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, there's a lot of places where trapped emotions can become a, like a, a, a actual physical form. Mm-hmm. And, and once it, it, it was ready and once, you know, Dr. Bob did some energy work on me behind my back, which is, which is okay. Thank you for doing that. Um, and my like just quick little turnaround of gratitude, it was enough to get that out of my system, you know? And so we see that when people, uh, you know, do ayahuasca ceremonies and, and anything or, or, or cambo, anything that's going to make you purge, um, that, that liquid is, it's coming from somewhere and it's got to get out. And with, with that comes the trapped emotions, but you, you don't wow. always want to go through that experience in order to feel better. You know, like you can have a quick, uh, emotion code session, or if you want to go do ayahuasca, you can, but you know, those last too long for me. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. be up all night. Uh, so that was just something else I wanted to to uh, bring into focus is is like really how physical our our mental emotional baggage how physical this form can take it's really really fascinating um, and you know how much my body changed after that experience I was like yeah I used to have this big gross alcoholic pot belly and I'm like I my stomach was a lot flatter after that obviously because there was there was wow. a lot to let go of. Yeah. And- I'm really glad that you that you brought that up though because I've been thinking about this a lot lately um as my body's changing and I feel a lot less like inflammation and just like swelling. Like I swear to god, I used to mm-hmm. just feel so swollen and puffy and just joint pain and yes, granted I was drinking, I was not eating foods that were working with my body, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I was also not processing emotions at all. And I would wake up some days like, why am I so swollen? And and the way that my body would manifest the stress and the emotions was water retention, like literally. Oh, yes. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm I'm really glad that you brought that up because sometimes people will be like, what the fuck? Like I'm doing everything right. I'm eating clean. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And if like, if anybody's listening right now and you're asking yourself, why do I still feel like shit when I'm cleaning up my diet and I'm not drinking like I used to and this and that? Well, maybe it's time to get a little bit deeper and 
contact someone like Kim or you can contact Kim and she can do this work from afar. Um, You don't have to come down to Miami and get the acupuncture. Um, You can work with her on an emotional code process, you know, so let the listeners know where they can find you, follow you, contact you. And I obviously will always put all your contact information in the show notes too. Well, um, I have to admit, I have a, a deep aversion to social media. So you, you're going to have to just look at my website, uh, which is drkimap.com. So that's D-R-K-I-M-A-P.com. And the AP is for acupuncture position. So uh, on there, I explain you know, what the emotion code's about if you need more information. But there's something accompanying that, which is uh, Chinese herbs. It can be offered that can be shipped out because as as we may have mentioned, you know, when these trapped emotions, they, they reside for so long in the organs, it does put a strain on them. And so the Chinese herbs work really, really well to get them back in working order. So that's always something that can accompany, or if you have an issue going on and we discover that it's the trapped emotion is not the cause, then we, we go to herbs. For that. Mm-hmm. So. And that's a beautiful, beautiful combo is the emotional work with the herbal protocols. It's like you're doing like a whole well-rounded thing. Oh yeah. And these herbal formulas are beautiful. I use, um, I use evergreen. Evergreen's a, a company from California and they've, they've taken the classical Chinese formulas from, you know, 2000 years ago, but tweak them to, to fit us because of our world is different. You know, we are not we're not peasants in a field. Our food is different. Our lives are different. And so these formulas are, are made for what we go through um, in these modern days. So good stuff. Really good stuff. Cool. If there's one last little word of affirmation or something that's helped you on your healing journey, it could be an affirmation of any kind or just anything. What can you leave the listeners with? <laughs> I'd, I'd say shh. <laughs> that's one I just, I just, like just shut up like that's a good one uh no but uh, yeah if I want to be more reverent with myself um you know something that I got from Abraham Hicks you know some it is um everything is always working out for me and that one I have found to be the most true that everything is always working out for me um help is on the way and and, and any any time when I'm feeling like I'm I'm cornered or things are falling apart around me. It, it's those two lines that that really help me stand up straight and and move forward. I love that. Well, thank you for coming on my podcast. It's been a long time waiting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I feel like it was just the perfect time to have you on after you've worked on my body and my emotion code. Um consistently for the last five weeks so I just want to thank you for you know helping me so much you're like one of my mentors and I just really feel so safe with you and for any of the listeners who are ready to go deeper contact Kim and um, get deeper and heal you know thanks so much I look forward to hearing from all of you She 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.